a bonus DC Fandom episode of Geekology 101. Man, the Batman. We finally got our first real look at the film, the tone of the film, the look of the actors, the costumes in action, some characters we hadn't yet seen, even teaser photos of. This is really, really exciting. So uh, way back in February, we reacted to the first reveals of Robert Pattinson's Batman suit. And that in itself was a huge, huge deal. I mean, it's uh, something unlike we have seen on screen yet. And this teaser trailer, I want to say, for a movie that isn't finalized yet, for a movie that was interrupted by COVID-19 like so many other films were, man, this movie has a very clear idea of what it is. Matt Reeves, director Matt Reeves, and this is a director famous for, amongst other, th other things, the Planet of the Apes trilogy, which if you heard Joshua and I review Planet of the Apes trilogy uh, not too long ago, you know that we uh, both love the films. And this just shows the skills that Matt Reeves is bringing as a director to the table. Um, let's start from the beginning. So essentially, this trailer begins with the WB logo and then the DC logo moving, zooming in and out in reaction to the sound of uh, tape, duct tape, being unrolled. Um, and then we see an image that we've seen in some teasers of a tape, a face completely taped up with no more lies written on it. Basically a face of someone who got suffocated. Right off the bat, I have to say that the entire tone of the film reminds me a lot of the movie Seven. Seven is one of my favorite films of all time. Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, um, Kevin Spacey. You know, incredible film. It's set in this almost alternate reality type of city that's like a combination between the worst parts of New York and the worst parts of L.A. and the worst parts of Chicago. Um, they never actually identify what the city is. And it's like the worst stuff is happening in that city, right? This has a very, very similar feel to it. It's like the, the type of crimes, the type of murders that are happening in this version of Gotham City, the atmosphere... The tone through which Commissioner Gordon walks around inspecting the different areas. By the way, played by Jeffrey Wright, he looks great in the role. I love him as Commissioner Gordon. We see it all opens up essentially with this crime scene. And G, uh, Gotham City Police Department is investigating. And then Batman comes in. Presumably it seems based on the sequence of the trailer because the Riddler leaves a message directed specifically at Batman. Um, and it's a, a card, uh, you know, something that looks kind of like a greeting card. It says something along the lines of what does someone hear when they're dead or something like that? Uh, then the card itself says, haven't a clue? Let's play a game, just me and you. And then what seems really interesting to me, we see these glyphs, these symbols handwritten into this uh, greeting card. Now, what's really cool about this is that Riddler is usually associated with straight-up riddles, right? Uh, you know, silly riddles. <laughs> riddles that, you know, a kid could possibly know the answer to sometimes, you know? And sure, in the more intricate incarnations of the Riddler, 
For example, in the Arkham trilogy, in the Arkham games by Rocksteady, we saw the Riddler do much than simple riddles. He created puzzles, sometimes puzzles that you had to solve with the Batmobile, that you had to solve, you know, by uh, doing multiple things and turning multiple cranks and working with electricity and a whole bunch of different things. But never have we gotten a version of the Riddler that makes me think of the Zodiac Killer, of a, a true serial killer who, you know, the Zodiac was famous, amongst other things, for communicating with law enforcement through these encrypted messages. And the messages were, you know, in these custom-made glyphs that he himself, that the, the, the criminal himself came up with, the language, essentially. And it was up to even the general public. They put it out in newspapers trying to have people in the general public uh, solve these, decipher these puzzles, these riddles. So... This has a very similar feel. This makes me, uh, you know, think see the Riddler in a very different light. This isn't the usual, you know, Jim Carrey-ish type of happy-go-lucky. Not even the Riddler that we see in the Hush comics or the Hush movie, animated movie. Not even that Riddler. Not even the Riddler that we saw in the Gotham TV series on Fox. This is serial killer <laughs> material, right? This is serial killer caliber here. And I love that it fits so well into this world that we're ushered into in just the first few seconds of this trailer. So we see Batman essentially come into the crime scene. Commissioner Gordon shows, I think, him who holds up this thing that says to the Batman. And uh, how much Batman and the GCPD are actually collaborating, it's hard to tell. Because as Batman was walking in, presumably behind Commissioner Gordon, everybody was on either side of a hallway staring at him with pretty mean glare so i'm inclined to think that the relationship between the gcpd and batman is still not what it will eventually become it seems like commissioner gordon is willing to collaborate with him in this case because the riddler called him out so this perhaps this is the first true collaboration between the gcpd and batman who knows um the uh, trailer continues on to show us a <laughs> Oswald Cobblepot who is being played by Colin Farrell. And holy heck, <laughs> this dude looks nothing like Colin Farrell. The weight that was put on, I know he was putting on weight, but this looks like prosthetics were added, beard was added. I mean, you are it's essentially a different person that we're looking at. Very, very impressive work, and I can't wait to see how he acts in it. We see basically uh, what appears to be Oswald Cobblepot holding some kind of press conference out in the open in Gotham City. And we see Bruce Wayne in the motorcycle, pretty cloaked up in different clothing. Not the Batman suit, but, you know, pretty looking pretty, uh, you know, covert in a way. Um, scoping out what's going on, presumably investigating. Some scenes uh, in uh, Graveyard, Bruce Wayne arriving at the Batcave, the Batcave looking very kind of makeshift, you know, not as organized, let's say, as uh, Ben Affleck's Batman's Batcave, right, in the Justice League or the Batman versus Superman movies. Then we see a funeral being held for apparently the guy that uh, it was murdered at the opening of the trailer. There's a car that crashes through the funeral. Uh, the driver gets out and the driver is holding a bomb and then he has a card, another card, like a greeting card, strapped to his chest with duct tape. Apparently, <laughs> the Riddler has a thing for duct tape in this in this film. 
And um, it's uh, it says again to the Batman, and we see everyone freaking out, running away after this car crashed into this funeral, except Bruce Wayne. And Bruce Wayne is standing there. I love this because this is the first time in the trailer that we really get to get a good glimpse of Bruce Wayne just as Bruce Wayne. Robert Pattinson. Look, people immediately, um, in so many cases, want to just look at what the person, what the actor is most popularly known for, right? It happened with Heath Ledger, right? Heath Ledger, uh, you know, has announced that he's going to play the Joker. Everybody thinks A Knight's Tale. The guy from A Knight's Tale, really? Man, <laughs> did he blow our minds. Here we have Robert Pattinson. You, you know, the majority of people are going to immediately think, ah, Twilight, the vampire, the guy who glows. Robert Pattinson is a great actor. And his roster of films where he proves his caliber as an actor run way, way deeper than the, whatever, four Twilight films. This dude is a legit actor, and he's embodying a form of Bruce Wayne that we necessarily have not seen. Mind you, in this particular scene where uh, the funeral is being crashed quite literally by this guy with the bomb, we see Robert Pattinson reacting. He's looking very stark at this guy, especially because he realizes that the guy has a note uh, directed towards a Batman. We see his hair a little disheveled. We see him with just this intense glare staring at this guy. You can tell that his brain is running 100 miles per hour trying to strategize how he's going to neutralize the threat. Um, the scene continues. We see Catwoman entering a place, maybe Wayne Manor, who knows where she is exactly, uh, but she's stealing something or rather uh, dressed in a very makeshift looking uh, cat burglar suit. So it's nothing fancy. It's nothing very arranged, nothing custom made. She is not, at least a, until this point, uh, the traditional look that we associate with Catwoman from the comics or from, you know, really any incarnation of Catwoman. She kind of reminds me a little bit of um, Catwoman from the Dark Knight trilogy. But even then, there's differences because. Anne Hathaway's Catwoman did come into effect, did come into this into into play with already a very clean cut kind of not an armor, but a tactical kind of suit, you know. Uh, but this one totally makeshift. We then get uh, Batman, uh, some shots of Batman, some shots outside a warehouse, some shots of Batman's cape and cowl. Then Batman uh, barging through a whole bunch of GCPD cops with um, Jim Gordon pulling him out to the side, trying to stop him. I don't know what's going on. If it's some kind of altercation and Batman's trying to in interrogate uh, one of the criminals that they've apprehended, who knows what's going on exactly. But again, it kind of points to some degree of tension between GCPD and Batman. They're not on friendly terms. Uh, then we see Batman trying to stop Catwoman, presumably from you know stealing whatever it is that she was going to steal. Uh, we see a little uh, fight scene between them, very short fight scene, an explosion that happens, presumably inside of that funeral. Somehow Bruce Wayne got into his Batman suit. He's being blown away by an explosion. We see another shot of the Riddler holding us some duct tape. Um... The trailer then continues to a whole bunch of guys that look like Dia de los Muertos makeup on their face. And they are essentially staring down Batman as a group of, I don't know, about, you know, 10 dudes staring down Batman, asking him, you know, who the hell are you? And then Batman proceeds to very severely <laughs> beat down 
one of these thugs. Not enough to knock him down, he continues beating him to the point where these thugs are actually staring down a little bit disturbed at Batman's violence. So, this is clearly a brawler Batman, just as it was promised uh, by Matt Reeves and um, and others uh, as we got bits and pieces, rumors and things about what the tone of this movie was going to be. This is going to be a detective Batman. This is going to be a brawler Batman. You can see why the details of the suit. Again, go back to an episode back in February when I reacted to Robert Pattinson's suit because you can tell by the build of the suit that this thing is made for combat. And we see it here in action. Batman says, I am vengeance to the thugs that are facing him down. We see the first shot of the Batmobile. Mm. Not just any Batmobile, folks. The muscle car Batmobile. A version of the Batmobile that we haven't seen on screen yet. And it looks so good. So, so good. Uh, A scene of Batman grappling. A scene of Batman getting shot in the chest with his bat symbol kind of lighting up in fire when he gets shot. Um, Another scene of the Penguin in the rain, really frustrated, driving a car, saying this guy's nuts, presumably talking about Batman. Um, Then a a real nice slow build of the Batman logo with the new Batman bat symbol right in the middle. And then we go over to the Batcave where Batman has taken off his cape. He is now taking off his cowl, his helmet, his headpiece, and... There is a recording telling him you're part of this too. And Bruce Wayne is staring at the screen that is playing this recording. And it's really cool. This is the first time that we see Bruce Wayne take off the Batman mask. And you know around the eyes there's always some black paint. You know that kind of blends in the mask with the eyes. And makes makes his eyes look a little bit darker. Well in here we actually see the paint when he takes it off. Kind of reminiscent a little bit of uh, Heath Ledger's Joker makeup. Um, but you can tell, you know, he takes it off and his hair's all crazy and the makeup is all running all around his eyes and stuff. And again, just the stark seriousness of this Bruce Wayne. Let me tell you this. In all the incarnations of Batman that I've seen in the comics, the majority of the incarnations of Batman that I've seen in the comics, Batman is known for being the guy who's just serious, like deadpan serious all the time. You know, he's the guy that doesn't crack a joke. He's the guy that, you know, barely ever cracks a smile. He's the guy that the other superheroes, the more goofy ones, you know, Flash, Green Lantern, even Superman are always trying to be lighthearted with him, trying to get him to, you know, just chill out a little bit, to relax a little bit. And this is the first time that I can truly say that I see a Bruce Wayne on camera that I can say, yeah, that's it. You know, that's 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 a personality right there. That is a personality of the Bruce Wayne that I know from the comics, the one that everybody says he takes things way too seriously. This guy does not joke around. You know, that's just how Batman is. Um, the trailer ends that way, uh, and then it ends with uh, question mark zero, question mark one, which, you know, must be for 2021, I hope. Oh, we're not going to get this movie, you know, in like 30, 31. <laughs> Hope COVID doesn't stick around for that long. Um, but yeah, it was, man, it is, it's so exciting, guys. So, so exciting. Um, you know, with all the controversy surrounding Batman versus Superman and surrounding Justice League and surrounding Ben Affleck and Ben Affleck wanting to leave and not knowing, you know, what was going to happen with Batman next. 
the excitement of the film being given to Matt Reeves to direct, to bring to life, the casting choice of Robert Pattinson, there is so much that was on the line here. You know, no matter what happens, Batman will always be one of the flagship properties for DC. And way back from 1989, Batman has been kicking butt in the box office for DC Comics, for DC, and for Warner Brothers. And this just, it, it, it tells me that especially if they leave this Batman in its own universe, and we see a trilogy from Matt Reeves, possibly with some spinoffs, like it's been announced, for example, that there's going to be a Gotham City Police Department spinoff series on HBO Max that's going to be directly tied to this movie. It's going to take place in the same universe as Matt Reeves' The Batman. I'm cool with that. Give me some spinoff series that tie to this world, but keep Batman alone. You know, expand him little by little, but expand his world. Batman has way too many characters to grow and to introduce to have to try to force him to interact with gods, you know, with Superman and Wonder Woman and Green Lantern and Flash uh, as quickly as we saw him doing in uh, Zack Snyder's trilogy. As much as I love Zack Snyder's Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman, and I do love those two films, and as much as I'm looking forward to Zack Snyder's Justice League and his vision being realized for that film, I still love the standalone feeling of the Dark Knight trilogy. And a part of me always wished that that trilogy could continue. Well, I hope that we see this happen with Matt Reeves, the Batman, because Matt Reeves has the chops to deliver an incredible trilogy and possibly more. And if they take their time and they really just focus on Batman's rogue of uh, gallery of rogues, if they really focus on Batman's collaborators, Man, you could little by little introduce Robin, introduce Nightwing, introduce uh, Red Hood. You can introduce uh, Batgirl, Batwoman. You can introduce Lucius Fox. You can introduce Batwing. You can introduce uh, the Talons in the Court of Owls. You can introduce, uh, man, so many incredible villains that Batman has. You could build this world with Robert Pattinson going from a year two Batman all the way through a veteran Batman if he's willing to commit to the character for that long. I hope. I love Batman. You guys know that. This was really exciting. I hope that it was as exciting for you guys as it was for me. I'd love to hear what you think. Write us an email, g101podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at g101podcast. Let us know what you thought about the Batman teaser trailer. Until the next one, guys. Peace. Game over.